shit. Welcome shit. to the Church of Mavis radio show. It's uh, Friday night, 7 a.m. a.m. 7 7 p.m. Central. And uh, it's 7 in the morning. We're watching the Smurfs. Welcome to the Church of Mavis. You're listening to United Public Radio, 107.7 FM, New Orleans. We had a guest tonight. And it was weird. Like, he got weird. His name was Ra Costado. And I don't know this guy. I know he's been on Leak Project. And he's on there about aliens and UFOs and all this stuff all the time. That's why I got him on. So, at the beginning of the show, he emails me and says, I thought I was just audio only, no cam. I said, that's fine. No, you can do that. But I did tell you that there was a cam. So, I dug it up and I showed him. So he didn't say anything else about that. <clears throat> and then he goes, I don't want to be on any show that Micah Dank's associated with. And Micah Dank was a dude that came on and talked about Jesus and the sun and astrology and astronomy and yada, yada, yada. And uh, he was at, he, Micah Dank acted kind of weird, stood me up. Something happened. No, he didn't stand me up. It was a tech issue. And then, I mean, he was okay, but there was just something a little weird about that show. But anyway, uh, this guy says, I don't want to be associated with any show that has had this guy on. So I was like, well, that guy, you know, he's probably not coming back anyway. So uh, the guy said, uh, it didn't say anything else about that. Then I go, he, then he goes, I don't want to talk about UFOs or aliens. I'm like, your whole site is about UFOs or aliens. <laughs> like your whole life is about UFOs or aliens. So, uh, and then I go, well, you're on Leak Project, and you talk about UFOs and aliens all the time on Leak Project. And Micah Dank is on that show all the time. So I just wrote him back and said I, I was going to title the show uh, Rock Hostelos Being a D-Head and Canceled. Because he was just, he did pretty much. So it was just weird, but just anxiety and stuff. And, uh, but crap happens, and we're going to keep rocking and rolling and let me tell you, the heat here is crazy as hell. It feels like, shoot, crap. Like, you can't even go outside hardly. And I know they closed down Yellowstone because of flooding. And then, when did you see all the crazy dead cattle stuff that yes, happened? Yes, yes, What yes. the hell's going on? We're about the pole shift. It's the apocalypse. <laughs> it's the apocalypse. The, the, the apocalypse will be televised. <laughs> that seemed very apocalyptic. Like someone said 10,000, but I've seen thousands. I don't know what it was. I saw the pictures, though. Yep. Everyone's, you know, someone said poison. I don't know if that's true. That could just be conspiracy, blah, blah. But there's just floating different things, but do you think heat could do that? Like that's never oh, yeah, absolutely that many at one time. Absolutely, if it's enough, yeah. Gosh, goodness, is it going to affect the beef industry? I saw that it probably will, won't it? Probably. I don't eat beef, so I don't really give a shit. But oh. you're oh oh oh, oh. <laughs> you're you're a vegetarian. I didn't know that. I'm not a vegetarian. I just can't eat beef. Oh, so I am not. I'm not a vegetarian, but I just okay. can't. beef you, doesn't agree with me, so I just. You know what I'm, meat do you eat? Any meat? Oh no, I eat chicken and and turkey, and I eat lamb. And lamb. I eat lamb and sheep's and goats. 
and pigs. I do not eat pigs. Pork doesn't There's, agree with me either. Yeah, I understand for sure. Just uh, I would live on uh, squash casserole and fried cabbage if I could forever. But it has to have some cheese in the squash casserole. A little <laughs> bit of cheese. Maybe some corned beef in the cabbage. But I could do cabbage without it. There's something about fried cabbage. I don't know. I just like it for some weird reason. It's good. I, I try to do it before I can't. I mess it up. I don't know how you mess that up. But somehow my mom does it right. Christina does it right. Me, I do it. I'll mess it up. But uh, that's a lot of cows that die from the heat, man. That's like, I don't know how many it was, but just a ton. I know I saw thousands. But anyway, that guess, I didn't make the title that. I put the title as Don't Bring Me Down, but sometimes, you know, I got to set people straight. Can't, can't be weird like that. Uh, so there you have it. You can be weird in a good way, but not rude weird and that was just kind of strange like he wouldn't even tell me the micah dank story but uh it was just weird especially when he goes on leak project and talks about all this stuff what's any different <laughs> like there's something different like i don't understand it so uh i don't know what's going on is it hot up there i know there's like a heat wave in 27 states is it hitting you uh oh I, the edge of it is um it's not it's, I mean, it's, it's not hitting us now. Um, I think, I think in the next couple of days, it'll get up to maybe the high eighties, but, um, and it's humid and we'll have some storms, but it, it it's, it's slipping, it's slipping South of us. So I, we're not getting it and as badly. And, and even if we did, it would only be for like a day or two. So it's not like a heat wave where it goes on and on and on for many days. Yeah, and uh, now this guy's threatening me with a lawyer. <laughs> oh. like, wait, oh. wait in line. Whatever. It's yeah. like it, you didn't have a written contract. It's wait, like wait in line. Tell your, tell your lawyer to wait in line. There you go. I had some grooming lady threaten a lawyer on me for just leaving a bad review about she was uh, in this area. She was rude about uh, Christina with something and uh, and we overcharging like weird things. And uh, we put up a, a review about it and it wasn't that bad. It was just saying that they overcharge you. And I said something about like vipers here. But this lady like calls and say she says she's gonna get a lawyer about my review. I'm like, what the? What are you smoking for leaving up a review on Yelp? You're gonna sue me? <laughs> it was just weird. People are going crazy. Yeah, crazy. Very strange. But uh, the heat thing here is sweltering. It was 96 earlier with a 108 index. Wow. We can't even go in the RV. Like the AC there can't even handle it hardly unless it's on for hours and hours and hours. So uh, very strange for sure. Uh, let's look at the upcoming schedule. My God, what are we going to talk about for this long? <laughs> Let me see schedule. But anyway, uh, let's see coming up. 
Cliff Dunning with Jay. That's the Marijuana Prostate Show. Uh, July 1st, Jerry Sargent. That's the, uh, like, Healing with Star Energy. That dude's pretty interesting with Jay. Pretty interesting because he says uh, he used to be a criminal and worked with, like, crazy criminals in Britain. And then he, like, got straightened out and now it's like a healer. So, big dude with muscles. Looks like he bench pressed me with a British accent. Uh, July 8th, Dean Charles Gleason Sr., Bigfoot. I just spoke to him on the phone. Uh, he has a Bigfoot organization. I also met George Romero because I was telling about Al going back, uh, knowing George Romero, and he uh, told me some stories about baby Bigfoot and seeing Bigfoots and them hitting houses and stuff. He's also like an actor, and he's dressed up like Gandalf and stuff on his page, and he's some kind of actor up in New York, New York City. But uh, he's coming on July 8th. And then, uh, oh, yeah, he wrote a Star Trek fan fiction book where they're one of the the team members are a Sasquatch. And there's like a Bigfoot story in it or something, but like it's in space or whatever. Uh, July 15th, you'll be back. Diego D. Oxy. That's some of that Santa Teria voodoo. Some of that Brazilian voodoo. Let me look him up, make sure I'm saying what it is. I think it's something like that, but let me double check. Uh, is it, I think he's, let me see where he's from. Definitely, uh, here's his uh, Amazon page. He is uh, based in San Paulo, Sao Paulo. I don't know where that is. That's got to be South America, I'm guessing. Uh, African Divination Oracle, Brazil. Consecrated priest in traditional Kambanda in 2009. Initiated to Orisha Oxy. Uh, dedicate myself to research and plants, religion, African Brazilian religions. Uh, unveiling Ishu, the guardian of the roads. I know you've heard of that person. Have you heard of that? Yeah. Ishu is not the devil, but Ishu, a great leader and fellow Ishu. faithful. You yeah, said it three times. It's going to be a hell of a show, right? Issue, issue, right. <laughs> but it says it's not the devil, so that's good. No, issue's not the devil. Issue's okay. Issue's okay. That's who. That's his dude. But his book's uh, Sacred Leaves, A Magical Guide to Arisha Herbal Witchcraft. So let's see who's next. Granddaughter Crow. That's a, a native lady. Uh, that's good. I sent you that book, I think. Well, oh, I think I need to. Well, I don't know. Wait, let me check. I, I, I haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten that one. I think he just sent it to me, to, like, today. So I, let me find him, and I'll forward it to you. Uh, there it is. Forward, forward, forward. <laughs> Hold on. Right no, I need to get your email in there. Let's see. All right. There it is. Let me, uh, we'll go to her book on Amazon. Talk about it for a minute. Amazon, not amazing. But uh, let's see here. Granddaughter Crow.
Uh, her book is Belief, Being, and Beyond, Journeying to Questioning Ideas, Deconstructing Concepts, and Healing from Harmful, harmful Belief Systems. It says, uh... Granddaughter Crow shares inspiring stories from her personal life as well as parallel stories about the creation, flood, hero, end of times, and afterlife that come from Christianity, Hinduism, and Navajo traditions. These stories, along with journal prompts, tarot insights, and wisdom from cycles of nature, help you to deeply know yourself and live with an open mind. So that sounds interesting. That's belief, being, and beyond. Your journey to questioning ideas, deconstructing concepts, and healing from harmful belief systems. So... See, that is uh, July 22nd. July 29th is uh, Daniel Duke. Did I send you that one about the Wild West? Yes, yes you did. Secrets of the Wild, Secret History of the Wild West. Woo! Get him up. Rodeo him up. He's been on before about Jesse James. Pull up his book. There's a lot of Billy the Kid stuff in here. Uh, his book examines Jesse James' close ties with notorious outlaws such as Johnny Ringo, Jesse Evans, and Billy the Kid. Uh, many old West outlaws drawing on his great grandfather's secret diaries. Duke unravels the hidden history of the uh, Wild West. He's related to Jesse James somehow. Uh, so that should be interesting. It's a rare time. You don't. It'd probably be like this on the second show ever and he was the first show about the wild west that we've ever had ever so wild west isn't the easy one to come by <laughs> so that's good uh let's see uh august 5th kate johnson you look her book up real quick i know it's inner traditions because the one of the publicists came about her book to ask me to do it Switch Wisdom for Magical Aging, Find Your Power Through the Changing Seasons. And uh, Richard Grossinger is coming back. He has a book. Dr. Richard Allen Miller wrote me on Alignable. He thought that that was recommended on Alignable by so many people, like they're six or something. And he wrote me. He's like a coast-to-coast -coast dude. I talked to him on the phone today. He was actually a teacher to uh, John Mack and uh, uh, who was the other guy? It's escaped my, my, my mind. Oh, Jeffrey Mishlove. So let me look up his site. He's pretty interesting. I know he's been on Coast to Coast a lot. Arthur and uh, researcher Dr. Richard Allen Miller reveals a depth of knowledge and experience in alternate agriculture, physics, and metaphysics. Miller began working in the secret world of Navy Intel, huh. uh, Seal Corp, and then MRU in the late 60s, and now has amazing experience and conclusions to share. Uh, there's something weird about uh, he's in Nexus Magazine. Some kind of children's school for gifted children. He does the Oak Institute. I like some X-Men stuff. But uh, I don't know. We'll talk about it. Oak Institute for Children, Organization for the Advancement of Knowledge. Some kind of school for children. Sounds like some weird uh, X-Men 
There's also a weird book by Stephen King called The Institute, but hopefully that's not going on there. But it's pretty interesting regardless. <laughs> but he's been on Coast to Coast a lot. So uh, we'll get him on that. When is that? Uh, okay, that's the 19th. So now I'm scheduling for September. I got to start getting spooky guests for the spooky season. Some spooky guests. Yeah, so hopefully we, we make it to August. There's no pole shift. No magnetic shift of the poles. They've been talking about that happening forever, but it seems like it could be happening lately. Yeah, well, it's hard telling, though, like what it will do. I mean, how it will. Um, it's, it's hard telling what it will do. We don't know. For sure. But uh, let's see. Not going to read his emails anymore. <laughs> Let's see what's going on. I haven't looked at my page in a million years. Nothing going on there on Amazon. That's mine like hard to find now. Like for some reason. It's like I have to search even deeper for it. Like it should just come up when I put my name in. But now it's not. It's kind of weird. Like are they hiding it? Like usually it used to come right up. Oh weird. There it is. It's uh harder to find. Amazon's so weird with stuff. That, is that the only place your book is listed? Uh, no, my book is listed on my book is listed wherever you can get book, wherever you can purchase books you know, like Barnes & Noble, Kobe, there are several international sites where you can get it, in, you know, Ingram I mean, it's, it's pretty much everywhere. I mean Amazon and Barnes & Noble are probably where most people are going to get it but you know, and it's available as an ebook on Amazon. And on Amazon, it's available as an ebook and a print book and an audible book. Cool. And uh, what's the name again? Uh, a Mysterious Beauty Living with the Paranormal in the Hudson Valley. Cool. What are you working on next? I'm not working on anything, actually. I mean, not writing anything. I'm. I, I'm doing ongoing investigations at the gym where I work out because it's haunted there. And uh, um, Gail Beatty, the Bigfoot researcher here that I know, has started doing some field research again. So I might go out with her to do some stuff. Um, but honestly, I've been more involved with with doing some things in my personal life. Uh, so I haven't really been writing that much, although I have been gathering some stuff together. I am putting together a new website. And so <clears throat> that website should be available sometime. It should be ready to go um, by the end of this month or the beginning of July. And and then I'll, I'll be putting up blogs and stuff um, more regularly. So that might be, it might be kind of a Stephanie-like thing, you know, how she uses her blog as, as a way by which to reach out to people. And so I might start using my blog that way because I can write shorter pieces and not have to worry about writing this big, huge freaking book. <laughs> it's hard to write a book, as you know. It's, it's, it takes quite a bit of time and effort. It's, it's a real big pain in the arse. Yeah, it's it's not. I mean, even if you really, really want to do it. I uh, remember transcripting all that stuff for Andy and 
during that Bigfoot book, I put my hand through a door, my hand. Oh, yeah. And, and I'm not someone that goes around, you know, hitting stuff, but that stuff is just excru- listening to it and then typing it. Oh, it's horrible. Like it's, uh, and then I had to transcript all this stuff. A lot of John Keel went over all, a lot of his words. It's just excruciating. I couldn't do it anymore. Like, uh, it's just too much on the arthritis. But, uh, there are companies that do that kind of stuff, like Indian dudes or something, probably <laughs> that do it. But it's got to be, it's just terrible. But I don't like it. People probably do it easier than me, but I hate it. You ever had to do it before transcript when you yes. audio? Yes, I have had to do it before. I have had to do it before. Um, it's, um, but not for a long time. Not for a long time. It sucks. But uh, we'll have to get a gale back on at some point, maybe in the fall or something. It's been a while. Yeah, it has. And uh, trying to find more Bigfoot people. I found the Gandalf, so <laughs> that's all I could do at short notice. But there's some other people I could ask. It's, it's, it's been a while that they've been on. But mostly I just kind of been handing this over. To, I mean, publishers, publishers send me catalogs, and I just look through it and pick out stuff. Uh, Llewellyn and inner traditions that's mostly where i've been getting most of our interviews uh besides a few other i put up a thing asking if anyone wants to come on surprise Streamyard, but no one will probably answer <laughs> from facebook we'll see ernest lamb was in the chat and he just said neat neat everybody <laughs> it's very neat so you've been keeping up with all the star trek i'm behind i'm behind I'm I'm so behind on the Star Trek. Uh, I mean, I want to watch like the latest one, the Strange New Worlds. Yeah. Um, I, I want to watch that one actually, um, but I have not. I have not been able to sit down and get myself to watch it. There's this neat show on Amazon that looks really good, and it's got a. It's called Night Sky, and I want to watch it. I haven't got a chance to, but it has. Uh, J.K. Simmons in it and Sissy Spacek. Oh, yeah. It's it's about, I'll read what it says. Follows Franklin and Irene York, a couple who years ago discovered a chamber buried in their backyard, which inexplicably leads to a strange deserted planet. There's like a portal in their backyard. So uh, I'll have to check it out. I haven't, it sounds good. Both of those dudes won like Academy Award. So do what they say on Rotten Tomatoes. That's where I try to look to get a consensus of some of this stuff because it's like an average from all everyone. See if it's good. 73, that's not bad. It could be worse. Audience score, 82. But uh, I'll check it out. Let's see. Uh, it's different. Sounds different. There's this crazy movie that I want to watch at some point that <clears throat> called Mad God. It just came on Shutter, and it's stop animation, but it looks insane. Like oh, yeah. it looks like uh, I don't even know how to describe it. But the dude is Phil Tippett, and he did special effects for Return of the Jedi, and 
I forget what else it says, but he's special effects dude. He's been working on this weird movie for 30 years. And it's stop animation and it looks crazy. Like it looks nuts. I'll have to send you the link to it. It looks like some HP Lovecraft weird kind of stuff. Maybe even weirder than that. But it's definitely out there. I'm going to watch that soon. Uh, that's on Shudder. Oh, no. Okay, I just put it somewhere. I just put it in every Facebook page by accident. There's private chat. It doesn't really matter, but it's called Mad God. No one's answering my status. So let's see. But the, the trailer, definitely watch the trailer if you can. Oh, he did special effects for Star Wars and Jurassic Park. And it's a, a stop motion. He's a stop motion animator. I like that kind of stuff, but it seems like it's real hard. I would think that stuff's hard to make. It seems hard. Like you have to pose all those things, like those little, I guess you make the the creatures out of whatever, and then you have to like what? Stop and and pose them for every shot. Oh yes. It seems like it'd be gruesome. Like I know there's I mean, have you ever seen James and the Giant Peach? Yes. I like that one. Uh, that's an oldie goldie. That was by that dude that did uh, Willy Wonka. I forget his name. That Raul Doe or something like that. Yeah, yeah whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> Raul Duke. No, that's that's Hunter S. Thompson, I think. Raul Duke. But uh, there's some other ones too that I've seen uh, that are pretty interesting. Uh, trying to, I saw one that was really weird not too long ago on uh, Netflix. Stop animation. Let me see. It was really weird. The house. Yeah, that was really weird. It's got the house is Netflix most recent stop motion release starring Helen and Bonham Carter, Matthew Good. The house interweaves three separate stories which are connected by the setting of the same house showcasing subtly different styles of stop motion animation. But it gets really weird. Those are kind of hard to find. Uh, I know Guillermo the Toro is doing a new Pinocchio. Well, I think it's stop animation. Looks like it. They just released a new Pinocchio with uh, Tom Hanks. Oh, yes. I heard about that. I haven't seen it, but I don't get some of this uh, just off on a tangent. I've seen some news about Tom Hanks lately from some of these nutter, nutter people from the right. Nutter, yeah, nutter, nutter people, and uh, according to them, Tom Hanks is a pedophile. Oh, he sh he's been executed. There's a list of all these actors who are alive. I don't understand this. It's just crazy. They release these lists of people who have been executed, but they're really still alive. Like it's the weirdest thing. <laughs> who executed them? Guantanamo Bay. Guantanamo Bay executed them? Yeah, they go there. And they, they executed, but they're still alive. Adam Sandler's dead. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, these people are crazy as hell. They're Trump supporters. Not all of them. Surely they're not all that insane. But they probably love QAnon. And they release these execution lists of all these people who died in Guantanamo Bay, and it's people like Adam Sandler, 
Hillary, Biden, like all these act George Clooney, and it's the craziest crap, and people believe it. Like they'll come and comment and say that person's dead. They were executed. I don't understand what the hell's happening. That's so weird. Like that's about as weird as I've heard. That I mean that is like that's like out there weird. It is bizarre. Like I mean, I mean, one thing I have been doing is I've been reading this book, which I recommend to people: the Chaos Con- Chaos Conundrum by Aaron John Gullius. Ma, he's he's a his, American historian, and uh, this is a bunch of essays on um, UFO and conspiracy culture, and he gives a really good background to some of the stuff that has fed into QAnon, um, and he, he just looks at the historical sources, you know, and just says, you know, if you want to know where this thing weird idea comes from, here it, it comes from here. And if, <laughs> It's like, you know, if you need to keep track of all this, but he's got stuff in here about, um, he does conspiracy culture, but he's got stuff in here about um, Gray Barker, which is interesting. Um, William Bill Cooper, you know, William Cooper. Um, It's just really, it's really. What's the book called? It's called The Chaos Conundrum. The Chaos Conundrum. I like it already. Chaos. Chaos. God, I can't type for crap. Chaos. It's weird. If you look up list of executions, Q and nine, and the rest, you will find this crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And they're passing this. Is this dude named Aaron James Gullius? Yes. Okay. I'll save that and check it out. But uh, let me see. I pulled up something. Hold on. I pulled up one of these weird lists. Let me find one. Executions. Okay, here's something. Let's see if there's a list on here. You should share, can you share your screen? You, can, you probably can't share your screen on this. Well, maybe you could. There's a share button here. Share I don't, I'm not sure. I'll try. Hold on just a second. See if you could share your screen. Let me try to find a better. Uh, this is some like Russian lady sharing this, of course, on here. A lot of people uh, make videos about this stuff. That is so weird. That's like the one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. It is weird. I don't. I would like to understand why anyone believes it. Like, I mean, are you that stupid? United States of Gitmo indicts arrest and indictments, arrest and executions. And uh, here's a list. Okay. Well, see if you can share it. You've got okay. a share. But you've got a share button down there. Okay. See if you can Let's share see. it. I've never used this before, so here goes. Share screen. It's getting weird. How did I do this? Share. Share. There. Let's see All right. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. It's Oh, there it is. Can you see it? Uh, whoop. Okay. Whoop. Hold you on. see it now? Yeah. There have been thousands of arrests around the world. It is not possible to list them all. Barack Obama, Michelle Obama, Bill Gates, Melinda Gates, Mike Pence, 
Anthony Fauci, Rustin released for a time to help Trump. Um, Huma Abedin, George Bush. Uh, John Brennan, Laura Bush. Arrested Dick and executed. All these people are... <laughs> Hillary Clinton arrested and executed. So it's like they're all dead. So like, what, what does it matter anymore? Who the hell believes this? Are you a moron? Like, I don't understand it. So, so, so who do they think is actually standing in their place? Clones. Oh, okay. So they're clones. Call these people are clones. They're that clones. Here's where it gets real good. Uh, Nancy Pelosi, she's gone. Elijah Cummings, uh, Tom Hanks, his wife, Madonna. Lady Gaga is arrested and executed. Oprah, Oprah Winfrey has been arrested. Degenerous. Oh, so basically, it's a way of saying all these people are clones. Yes, I don't know what the hell it is. I it's the Robert De Niro, Richard Gere, and they pass this stuff around. They make videos about it like it's true, and it's the weirdest damn thing I've ever seen. And most of them love Trumple Gooch, Fuhrership von Trumple Gooch. And I don't know, maybe it's just wishful thinking, and that's why they like it. I don't know. They, I mean, I don't want these people to croak, but maybe that Miley Service is arrested, but serving life. <laughs> the Rock, arrested and executed. Adam Sandler, arrested and executed. Kevin Spacey, Celine Dion. <laughs> Oh my God! It's like Quentin Tarantino. I don't understand it. Please, someone explain it to me. So, so like basically, the entire entertainment industry is dead. Is dead. <laughs> it has been replaced by clones, and now, they're clones. Now, now, now why? What, what, what's what's the reasoning behind why this is so? I have no freaking idea. I mean, like, what does that achieve? I don't know. Maybe it's just like a, a wanker wish list. I mean, that's the only thing I can understand. That That's it. That's the only thing that I can figure out. Uh, Eric said he could, but he just left. So we would have had Nostradamus, but it didn't happen. <laughs> He's gone. Let me go back to it. Uh Michael Moore, William Baldwin, Johnny Depp, Jack Nicholson, Bruce Willis, Demi Moore, King Harold V of Norway. Is that from Vikings? <laughs> Who the hell is that? Nana Reeves. It's like, it's like anybody that we can think of is dead. Justin Bieber, John Travolta, Tom Cruise. Wait, did that say okay? And I thought it said Alice Cooper, it said Anderson Cooper, Courtney Love, Bill Moore, Murray, Jim Carrey, John Cusack, Naomi Campbell, Will Ferrell, Woody Allen. I'm skipping some, but Sandra Bullock, Vin Diesel, Brad Pitt, Billy Bob Thornton, Angelie Jolie, Lay that played Wonder Woman. She's dead. She did. She did. She did. <laughs> Let me try. Okay. Well, I'm looking at this list here, and according <laughs> to this list, uh, dead. Vin Diesel's dead. 
Everybody Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. How? But I just saw him in Fast and Furious. <laughs> I'm really confused right now because I love Trouble Gooch. <laughs> I'm confused. I can't do that anymore. That impersonation. I'll die. I'll have a stroke. But. <laughs> I used to make videos pretending to be a trumple gooch and I would say funny stuff on Facebook, but it got, it was too much for the psyche. <laughs> but, uh, Matt Hancock, I don't even know who that is. Helen Hunt, Barbara Streisand, David Schremer. It's just the craziest thing, and they're using terms like drain the swamp. This is at dailynewsbreak.org. I think it's some kind of weird, like, psyop from the Russians or something, like flat earth. Like something just, it's, I don't understand it. Even, I would like to hear that chaos conundrum dude explain it. Maybe he could figure it out. <laughs> well, he does talk about how Conspiracy cultures emerge. I mean, we know why they emerge. They emerge because I'm eating chocolate, by the way. They they emerge because people feel displaced uh, in the world and they're afraid, and it it helps them to feel like, especially an, with a, if they're part of an online community that does this kind of stuff, it helps them to feel like they're part of something. Like they're part of something that, um, that that somehow having the secret knowledge, which you know isn't true, but the, the secret knowledge that it gives them a sense of power and it gives them a sense of purpose and place, and that and that's really important for people to have a sense of purpose and place. Uh, so much so that people will believe things are just patently untrue in order to to have that sense of purpose and place. Now, it's strange that, uh, well, QAnon, for instance, thinks one of the dead Kennedys is the dude that runs it. Or Robert or, Robert or something. One of them, the, the one that was kind of, I don't know, Robert, I guess. It wasn't John, that's for sure. That was the other one that died, Robert, right? Uh-huh. And that's who they think that he faked his death. He's still alive, and he runs QAnon. And it's, they really, did that guy say who he thought it was? Really? I know I've heard different theories. Oh, no. I, I, well, um, he, he hasn't, I, I mean, in the essays, I haven't read the book yet. Um, so he hasn't gotten, he's kind of, they're kind of roughly in chronological order. So we haven't gotten to QAnon yet. Oh, goodness. But, but, but actually, we have a pretty good idea of where QAnon came from. It started out as uh, they start. It, QAnon started out. Its first iteration was as a LARP, and um, it's related to that. Um, Adam Adam Sane has done quite a bit of research into the origins of QAnon, and in fact, has done on their um, Conspiracy Normal podcast has done some pretty good um, research stuff. Some, some of the stuff that they do is available about this is available only on Patreon, but some of it is on their Conspiracy Normal site. So you might want to just sort of like Google origins of QAnon um, 
on their other site or on um i mean they're, they're the one podcast that i know has talked about QAnon specifically in its origins it has several in its current form it has several different origins you know several things that have come together over time what's the podcast conspiracy normal okay okay with, with yeah, adam, adam yeah. and Sue dial I've heard, I saw a video recently, I didn't watch it, but I saved it about Georgia Guidestones on there or something. Uh, did you post that? It was something, there was something I saw from someone. I, I posted it, yeah. He, uh, they, they just did an interview with the, with Dr. Future, the guy who, you know, he, he's called Dr. Future, kind of like I'm called Professor Wham. You know, it's, <laughs> it's sort of like something that people have started calling him, but he, um, he was one of the producers of a, a very good documentary, which re only recently got some attention because it was featured on John, one of John Oliver's shows about the origins, the actual origins of the Georgia guideposts. And it's and the, and the documentary is excellent. It's excellent. It like it's it's and it's just normal stuff. It's like normal research, you know. And uh, it's called the 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 documentary is called Dark Clouds Over Elberton, and you can watch it free on YouTube. Okay, what's it called again? Dark Clouds Over Elberton. E L B E R T O N. Okay, okay, I found it. I'll check it out. I've been, I don't know if I've been to I might have been to those Georgia Guidestones before with school or something weird. I know I went to Rock Eagle, some kind of mound, but I can't remember. But uh, I know it's in Georgia. It is in Georgia. Where do they think it came from? Is it really from the elite? And they no, 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 no. They they actually trace it to the guy. They actually trace it to the guy, and if you if you watch the guy who who funded it and built it, and if you if you watch the documentary and then listen to Adam to, to con the, the conspiracy normal thing that I posted, you'll get the whole story. Cool, cool. Is that guy out to get that dude on sometime? But he sounds like he knows a lot, for sure. You know the guy personally. I he's it. Well, I he's in. I've uh, he's interviewed me three times. I don't know him personally. I know him as well as I know somebody online who's interviewed me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, <laughs> definitely. Well, uh, I know a lot of these uh, conspiracy people, and uh, at the site that I know of that I'm at too much, they go crazy about all that Georgia Guystone stuff. You know, it's basically an admission that they're going to kill us all and Illuminati and all this stuff and all that kind of stuff. But uh, Mr. Giorgio Bush, Grandmaster UV said in the chat room, Mr. Giorgio Bush, does anybody out there believe these execution arrest uh, lists? Because we want to talk to you personally tonight and uh, find out what the hell is wrong with you. <laughs> They're cloned. I mean, that's what they say. I just saw something. From, there's this show called Dark Outpost, and the guy seems like an idiot, but he just put up this thing called, the title of it was Tom Hanks Clones Dying. Like, they really believe 
these people are clones and the real ones have been executed, but they don't want you to know it, so they clone them. And it's like Blade Runner. Replicants. That's happening right under our noses. And QAnon has exposed this tragedy. <laughs> it's crazy. This world is nuts. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. And, uh, I mean, there's still people that want Trump Gooch to be president in 2024. Right? I mean, hopefully. Oh, yes. They're crazy. What are they thinking? They're it's not like, thinking. Both sides, I don't really, you know, like either, but I prefer the left over the right. I just don't like all the sizing up and labels and. Yada, yada, yada. I just don't like it. But uh, libertarians, I'm still trying to understand that. Oh, but libertarianism is bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Well, well, basically, they believe that a free market and they have a certain they have a certain way of understanding what free market means, that that a free market would just simply um, save everyone, that markets sort of exist in their own transcendent realm. And that if we that if we just let the market go, uh, that in in the in that competition that kind of competition would would solve our problems. And the fact is is that historically that's never worked. That's exactly what caused the French economy to collapse and the French Revolution to occur. For example, so I mean, and that's just one of many examples. But the marketplace doesn't exist separately of the people who create the markets. You know, it, it just doesn't happen that way. Why do people show up naked at libertarian presidential things and try to speak? That I have no idea what that's about. <laughs> they, 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 do, they do have this idea. They, they, they do tend to be social liberals in the sense that a lot of them believe that you know, like morality and stuff should not be, you know, like, so drugs should be legal and, and nudity should be legal, you know, things like that. Yeah. So, so they seem liberal and progressive, <coughs> you know? Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my God. <laughs> That's probably a bad idea. <clears throat> but anyway, the South Park guys are libertarians. Not that that means anything, but they seem funny at least. Um, oh, well, yeah, they could have senses of humor. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I know there's a new South Park I haven't seen called uh, Streaming Wars that came out. I, I usually watch them. I haven't seen every one, but I've seen a lot of them. I like them. They're funny. Funniest ones are, like, there's video games. One's called Stick of Truth, and it's South Park, but Lord of the Rings parody. It's really funny. You have to like fight Kim Kardashian, and she has like Nazi, <laughs> Nazi aborted fetuses in an abortion lab, and crazy Nazi aborted fetuses. You have to kill them, and then there's a there's a, another one called South Park. Uh, this one, let me look up. Uh, it's a weird name, like it's nasty if you say it, but it's weird. Hold on, I forgot the name of it. Oh, I ran out of chocolate over here. Oh, the fractured butthole. The fractured butthole. But it's spelled B-U-T-W-H-O-L-E. 
The Fracks is very, very, were very, they're very witty. The Fractured fractured Butthole, but it sounds like The Fractured Butthole. I haven't beat that one. I beat the first one. I'd like to beat the, they're funny. It's like the funniest thing I've ever seen. It's really funny. But uh, I wish they, I hope they do a Wild West one. That would be funny. So, but uh, as far as, let's see if anybody answered the status about surprise visits. Uh, maybe no one but Eric Grimsmud, and he's not home. So, <laughs> but anyway, it's Friday, so you know, it happens. I was surprised. I wasn't expecting it anyway. <laughs> but uh, what's going on with the planets? There's just some big thing going on. You know what? I, I, I other than the Mar- Mercury retrograde, which, which just ended, I'm not paying any attention. That's Saturn. I do not care. Saturn is going backwards. That's my planet. It feels kind of weird. Like something, I don't know if it, we just think something feels weird or we're just full of it, but it does feel different a little. But here's something with the planets in alignment June 24th, a rare gathering of five planets in the moon coming up next week on Friday. The last time these planets were visible in the night sky. At the same time was 2004 and won't happen till 2040. It's five planets, Mercury, Venus, Moon, Mars, Jupiter, Saturn. Why are they showing six planets when it's supposed to be five? Is that a typo? Some news guy from Wink Weather, whatever that is. I don't know why they're showing six when it says five, but probably a mistake of a typo. But something's going on next week. Don't look at it or you'd be in a John Carpenter movie. You ever seen The Fog? We watched that again recently. It's been a while. The Fog. I, I have seen it. It's been a while since I saw it. Pirates. Like ghost pirate leper ghost leper pirates. It's pretty good though. It's good to watch John Carpenter again sometimes. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, yeah, he's he's pretty classic. He's pretty classic. He's still kicking. Uh, yes, I know. I mean, I'm I'm re I'm rewatching Stranger Things because, of course, um, the second half of uh, the second half of Stranger uh, of season four is going to drop a week from today. So I haven't seen that one yet, but oh, you need to! Oh man, you need to! I'll check it out one day for sure. Uh, I've been watching Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I like it. I mean, I don't. I think the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett's a little better. But uh, the best thing about Obi Wan though is Darth Vader. But it's just weird because Obi Wan, you know, he's not gonna die. It's like a prequel, and kids Leah and Luke are in it. You know, they're not gonna die. So it's just yeah. weird. But the Inquisitor is pretty cool. He's like this ball pacey dude that's you know the sith lord like a like a witch finder general that goes after if you're force sensitive he comes and they try to convert you to the dark side or kill you and basically there was a a african-american girl that was one of the little kids that anakin when he slaughtered all the little kids in the prequel movies the jedi kids she apparently got taken and is now uh darth vader's right hand person but that guy i won't get into it but it's kind of rocky but it's weird because the dude that plays Anakin, Hans Christian, whatever his name is, 
He's playing Darth Vader in it, but James Earl Jones is doing the voice. Mm. And, and there's controversy if it's an AI doing it or James Earl Jones really, but it's still James Earl Jones' voice. So, but they may have some kind of AI where that does it for him or something weird. I don't know. There's controversy, but it's definitely his voice. So he, you think he's getting some kind of kickback from that, right? Yeah. Something. Just for doing the voice. But there's only one episode left. And uh, some show, Star Wars show called Andor is coming. Which, that looks a little better. I like Mandalorian and uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett was good because it got into that seedy Jabba underworld. With, you know, that Jabba ruled. And right. basically takes Jabba's place. Right, and Danny Trejo is in it with a rancor, one of those big monsters. He's the rancor trainer, Danny Trejo, <laughs> <laughs> so, and it's got those pig creatures in it. And there's also another Wookie, a different Wookie that's more grumpier than the Wookie Wookie, the Chewbacca. His name's Chrysanthemum or something. He's like this big black Sasquatch Wookie that's mad and upset. It's good though. I like those. Uh, I'll watch Obi-Wan, but uh, I know a movie that you, I don't know, The Northman. Did you ever watch any movies by the dude that did that? He did The Witch, he did The Lighthouse, and now he did The Northman. I haven't seen any of his movies, no. I've heard about The Northman, though. I've seen it being advertised. It's really good, but it's brutal. Like yeah, it, I'm sure that it is. It is. He's a berserker. And it's one of the Skarsgård brothers, one of the, you know, the dad is in Dune. I forget his name, the dad. And then the brother plays the it clown. It's a very talented family that's from Sweden. Skarsgårds. Uh, but who's the dad? I'm trying to find him. He's like in a bunch of stuff. Scar, he's a uh, uh, Skarsgård's father. That'll say it. Stellan Skarsgård. That's their dad. And uh, anyway, the Northman, it has a lot of good Norse symbology in it, like visions and crazy stuff. William Defoe's in it as the fool. It's really good. Nicole Kidman's like the mom in it, in the village or whatever. It's worth watching. That guy's a good filmmaker. Those movies, every movie he's done is pretty crazy. The Witch is really creepy. It's like, I don't know if they're Protestants or what the hell they are, pilgrims or something, but this witch takes babies from them, from the from people. And then this goat comes to them named Black Philip, and he's the devil. And then they start accusing the girl of being the devil, and but she kind of jokes around like she is a witch. And then it gets just crazy as hell. Like, it's kind of a lot to watch. But uh, the lighthouse is... Uh, William Defoe and Robert Pattinson in a black and white in a lighthouse farting and going insane and Robert Pattinson tags a mermaid erotically. So it gets pretty crazy. The Northman is more serious, but one of the big movies that this dude's supposed to do, but for some reason he's having big trouble is Nosferatu. He's remaking Nosferatu, but for some reason there's been a lot of obstacles to it. So like like legal obstacles? I think just like production stuff. Mm -hmm. It may be legal. I don't know. 
I heard that Doug Jones, the guy that's in those Hellboy movies and played the lizard in that Shape of Water, was going to do a Nosferatu too, a different Nosferatu. Did you ever see Shape of Water? Yes, I did. That was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It was interesting. Yeah, I'm looking forward to his Pinocchio for sure. Uh, one of the, I like Michael Shannon. He's like the creepy dude that the government guy. He's like creepy in anything he's in. He he pissed Michael Shannon pissed off a bunch of people because he said Trump supporters uh, belong in an urn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like he really said that publicly. It's like, dude, funny, but that's <laughs> probably not good. <laughs> You're gonna lose a lot of viewers. <laughs> but uh, usually, best for actors too try to you know oh i saw some funny luke skywalker uh signed memorabilia that he didn't want out mark hamill god i wonder if i can find that stuff it was funny uh collectibles uh funny but he wrote he wrote on them and uh wait this may be it he didn't really want them to go public he just wrote crazy stuff on it Anyway, here's a few that's pretty funny. Maybe I can do the share screen. Yes. It's <laughs> the card. Share screen. Just make sure I don't do other stuff when I'm doing it. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, wait. Okay, that. Seven Mark Hamill autographs that are absolutely hilarious. Here's one. That has Luke Skywalker's stupid ads. I don't know how to get rid of them. There it goes. Uh-oh, I hid something by accident. Oh, what is that? <laughs> some surprise ad. This Vader guy is a loser. Hope he doesn't have kids. Mark Hamill, he signed a card. Yeah. Here's one. Yes, George, but it's George Lucas and him. It says, yes, George, but just try acting to these scripts. That's not one of the funnier ones. I hope the funny ones are on here. Here's another one. Well, now I go to Toshi Station whenever I want. So I'm not sure what that means. Next page. There were some other ones that were funnier. Oh, here they are. Darn it. I told o Uncle Owen not to smoke in the house. <laughs> Mark Hamill. There's some. Uh, you smell something, girl? He's with one of the Tauntauns. Uh-huh. Okay, I said this could be... This land speeder could be Grease Lightning, punk. <laughs> yeah. And there was... Oh, here we go. World's long, long, largest bong for sale call, Luke. 555 weed. Mark Hamill. <laughs> That's pretty funny. What a netball. <laughs> That's just some funny stuff. But he's a good Joker voice in the animated series. Really good. He's in the... Uh, some video games too, Batman, that are really good, like amazing, where he's the Joker. But uh, also, he does not like Trumple Gooch. So, and he is, he spreads the anti Trumple Goochness to the extreme. And uh, what else? My God, we have 50, 55, 54 minutes, 53 minutes. 54 minutes, 53 minutes. <laughs> Wham is going to sing now. <laughs> Break out the drums. No. Uh, 
Oh God, let's see. What else am I reading? Hold on, just a second. I've got I've, I've got like a whole bunch of things that I'm reading. I'm running out of breath. Like <laughs> say something so I can breathe for a minute. Okay, all right. Here, just a minute. Let me show you all the all the oh, stuff I'm boy. reading. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, okay. I, I, I'll I'll actually go and pull it down off the. Here's here's a bunch of stuff that I'm reading right now. These are all, all like in the pile to be read. I went ahead and got the the Trinity book. The Trinity book, the Jacques Vallée Trinity book that okay. was that was sort of uh, um, controversial because of his association with Paola Leo Pisa Harris, who apparently has an interesting reputation. But the reason why I went ahead and got it is because it's got some accounts of UFO stuff that's that are connected to um, the Trinity test and and uh, uh, other atomic um, testing, and some of the uh, accounts, some of the like alien UFO weird events of high strangeness accounts have been ignored because the people reporting them are are hispanic or mexican so there it, there's got a stuff in here stuff in here about some of the racism in the in the paranormal in the paranormal and ufo community which you know i've done a lot of work on and then i've gotten three books by this dude david kurtzer this is one of the books um, it, they're all, this guy is, this guy is a legit historian. He's not like, you know, a conspiracy wonk or anything like that. He's actually a scholar, uh, who has done more, you know, standard, um, histories about religion and histories of the Catholic church and stuff like that. And I, and, and in fact, I think he might still be a Catholic, I'm not entirely sure, but the Vatican granted him permission to go through their archives uh, about various of the popes, particularly the pope that was connected, that was pope during the Second World War. And so he's written a bunch of books about the relationship between the papacy and fascism. So this one is about um, the, pope, the Pope and Mussolini, the secret history of Pius IX and the rise of fascism in Europe, right here. Um, then this book is a book that he wrote about the popes against the Jews, the Vatican's role in the rise of modern anti-Semitism. Wow, they get pissed at this guy for. <laughs> yes. Well, actually, the Vatican has permitted this to occur, uh, permitted these things to be written. They've approved all these, in wow. the, for the sake of transparency. The Pope at War: The Secret History of, of Pius the Twelfth, Mussolini, and Hitler. Wow. So we know that the papacy was involved in the rat lines, you know, which got a lot of the, the Nazis out of, you know, especially Nazi officers out of Germany. And the Vatican was also um, involved in helping to organize Project Gladio or Operation Gladio, uh, which basically kept fascism alive in Europe in, in order to keep um, communism out. So, you know, the, the, the Vatican was was connected to those things, so you know. Um, basically, the Vatican sort of made a deal with fascism, kind of like we did in the United States. You know, we made a deal with uh, the Nazis in order to keep 
uh, you know, the communists at bay. And so by doing that, not only did we allow war criminals to infiltrate into various parts of not only our society and our government, but in other parts of the world, but it kept fascism alive and it legitimate it legitimized fascism. You know, we were willing to say that fascism is okay, um, but communism is not. When both systems are totalitarian systems, I mean, communism, Stalinism, I should say. Um, you know, the, the the Soviets referred themselves as communists, but they weren't. They were they were a you know they were an autocratic oligarchy essentially. And the same is true of China. You know, they, they may call themselves communists, but, you know, Marx, Marx would not recognize either one of those nations as ever having been communist in the true sense. So um, in the sense that he meant. So basically, we just have, you know, uh, two, two types of authoritarianism, fascism, which is, you know, which is an authoritarianism, which generally tends to emerge on the right. And, and certain types of socialism, autocratic socialism, not democratic socialism, but autocratic socialism that tends to emerge on the left. So, you know, basically both sides suck. <laughs> you know, yeah. you take the left or the right to, you know, far enough and they meet, they meet again, you know? Yeah. So... Definitely seems uh, complex, for sure. I'm just surprised they let them do it. Uh, oh, you mean David Kurtzler? Kurtz, Kurtz? Yeah, like it sounds like it kind of, you know, makes them look bad. So I'm just surprised. They well, didn't. you know, uh, you know, um, I think that it was in an attempt to, um, like I said, to be transparent. Um, it, it's it was an, it was. You know, the papacy, there have been places where there have been places where the papacy has been willing to do certain types of things, but not others, you know, so that, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll allow a historian to write books like this, because I think on some level they know only some people will read them, but they will still pr protect priests who are pedophiles. You know, and so, you know, it's it's a weird institution. It's a very strange institution. Um, I mean, it's I mean, I know too, way too much about the Catholic Church to ever be interested in being a Catholic. But, um, you know, there are there are some interesting. There are some interesting things to be said about this. But anyway, those are, the, those are the books that I'm reading um, and, um, or going through. I did actually purchase finally the uh, uh, the book that was written about Son of Sam called The Ultimate Evil. Oh yeah, you told me some about that. I, I looked that up too. Yeah, and that and that and and uh, that's actually a decent book. I mean, um, whatever you think about the journalist who did it. He uncovered, a, you know, because he kind of went off the deep end in some ways. Yeah. Um, but he uh, he he uncovered a lot of really important stuff that I think links to other things. Um, and uh, 
it's it's stuff it's stuff like it's stuff like the son of sam cult that that makes you know it, it's 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 kind of like when i was when i was doing my interviews about bob Berdella on conspiranormal one of the things that adam and i talked about was that what makes things like QAnon seem real to some people is that some of the stuff that they pull on, you know, some of the, some of the tropes that they use, you know, like the stuff about um, there being, um, you, you know, the problem with human trafficking and that kind of stuff, you know, sex trafficking that there is that there is stuff like that, that is real. I mean, there, there, there are syndicates and networks that do this and have done this for a really long time. And they, they sort of, uh, you know, they sort of blend and merge and the, and the people who are connected to those networks, you know, they're, they're always sort of present. And it's because those things do happen that that makes the rest of some of that stuff seem believable to some people, you know, um, you know, it's kind of like the, the, the best conspiracies, the best lies, the best lies always have some truths in them, you know, because that, that causes people to, that, to believe that the rest of it might be true. Yeah. It's definitely you know? strange. Definitely weird. I've always wondered if it's like a Russian psyop. Like it's, it all seems to lead, lead back to Putin glorification somehow. Uh, like the thing is with Putin, like I've seen people share this kind of stuff at Before It's News. And it, it, some of it, I mean, a lot of it, all of it disgusts me what it says. Here's what it says. Putin is battling the Luciferian New World Order. The Nazis are in Ukraine, the Khazarian Mafia. These are terms Benjamin Fulford and all these right-wing people. They kind of think those people are like maybe fake Jews or something, Khazarian Mafia. Like I see these things, they say stuff about fake Jews. I don't know what the hell they're talking about regardless. But this is the thing. He's battling the New World Order. He's like righteous. And the New World Order is who he's going after. There were bioweapons labs in Ukraine. There's Nazis. And that's why he's doing it. And it's okay. And somehow QAnon ties into Trump and this Putin weird thing that's like, and it comes down to they think he's doing the right thing because he is against the New World Order. And it's weird, just like the other stuff we were talking about. It's nationalism, right? Is that what it yes. is? And against the globalists. Yes. Yes. But a lot of that's just bull crap, isn't it? Like illusionary crap, right? I mean, well, well, well yeah. I mean, but but the but what's the emotional pull? The emotional pull is that is that it gives you a sense of something to be loyal to. You know, it gives you a sense of there's an enemy out there which is threatening your safety and you need to pay attention to keep your home safe, to keep your sense of self safe. 
Um, and and a lot of people just sort of feel that. I mean, we were just talking about how apocalyptic everything feels, right? So what you do is you have you, you find something that you're going to give your loyalty to. Um, and some people, especially online, um, they don't feel like there's anything in their external life that they can give that to. So they'll give it to a set of ideas or a community that they think exists in some real way on the internet. And, and then some of them, a few of them will go and act that out somewhere. You know, most people won't, but, but it only doesn't, it doesn't take very many to cause a lot of trouble. You know, there were only about two or 300 Nazis that took over an entire country. So in Germany and all that, right? Right. Exactly. They just had to get them into the right places it took them about nine years to do that, you know, after the, the, the putsch, what was called the putsch that put um, Hitler into prison. But they well, eventually managed to do that. Weren't they all Christian too, though, right? Well, no, I mean, maybe nominally. I mean, I don't know what that means. I mean, not like all it of was. It started Christian. like that, and then they rose to the Nazi thing. Like, they were kind of like Christian, sort of. or so They were. I don't know a lot about it, but yeah, I know there was some Christian stuff going on at first, right? Yeah, well, yeah, there was some. Well, I don't understand any of it. It seems fat s crazy, and uh, that's all I know. I know we have Nazis here in America, so that doesn't... We just should let everybody get firebombed from above because there's Nazis in America. I mean, we have the Klan here, so I guess we all deserve to die because of idiots. So it's just weird. Like, I just don't understand it. It's almost like I don't understand how you support a dude who's threatening to starve you out and nuke you. And you're like, yay, I love Putin. He's like basically trying to starve all the NATO countries right now somehow. I mean, it seems like there's shortages, so is that connected to him? It seems like it's possible, right? Right. So he's trying to starve you, nuke you, and you're like, yeah, Trumple Gooch and Pootie! Yay! I don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand it. But you probably think Tom Hanks was executed too, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> so what can I do? What can I say? Uh, Lady Gaga's dead too. There's a weird Lady Gaga rumor. They're making that Joaquin Phoenix Joker sequel. And she may be Harley Quinn in it, which I don't know if that's true. But it seemed like a pretty serious article about it. I don't know how I feel about that. But I don't know if you saw the... Did you see the Joaquin Phoenix one? I did not. It's pretty interesting. It's different. It's weird. It's different for sure. It's kind of like, is this Joker? But I mean, they're saying the second one, the second one is called a weird name as well. Joker two. And it means a mental illness. Let me find the name of it. Uh, they're saying she's going to be in it. I don't know how true that is. Uh, it's where's the stupid name. Oh, it's called Joker two. Fala Adu. That's French, F-O-L-I-E-A-D-E-U-X. Uh, what is that? How do you say it? Follow a do? <laughs> Follow a do? I don't know. I don't Follow know. Follow it means a, a 
some kind of mental illness. Oh, oh, uh, it, 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 yeah, I can't pronounce it. It's French. <laughs> I, I think it's, it, 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 means, me it, 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 it means an illusion shared by two people. Yes. And you should see the Joker if you get a chance. It's different. It's weird. It's not like what you would think it would be like. It's There's a lot of psychological stuff in it. Like just, it's, it's, it's different. But Robert De Niro's in it as a talk show host. Uh, but it's different. It's, there's, it's not what you think it would be. But it's good. But it just is kind of, it's worth seeing for sure. Uh, but the sequel is supposed to be a musical. So I don't know. He dances some in the first one. But the thing is, Joaquin Phoenix, anything he does is like gold usually, just about. He's a really good actor. He's doing Napoleon now. Oh, yeah. Ridley Scott. There's a picture of him as Napoleon. And it's creepy. <laughs> it looks really creepy. But uh, I found out where a lot of the African-Americans are hiding in ufology. You'll be glad to know. Oh, where? Where? <laughs> There's a site. I would like to get this guy on the show. This Billy Car Carson. Have you ever heard of him? I, I, the name does sound familiar. Hold on, just a second. And his Billy site is Forbidden Knowledge. It's four b i d d e n knowledge.com. Four b i d d e n knowledge.com. Forbidden Knowledge. And. It says featured on Bloomsburg, Rolling Stone, Time, Forbes, U.S. Today, Entrepreneur. Yeah, yeah here we but go. But here's the thing. There's a, a Forbidden Knowledge Black Knight uh, seminar or something or movie, and it's about that weird satellite, Black Knight uh -huh. satellite. Uh -huh. But every dude there is a black guy. That, I mean. Cool. I can't. I'm yeah, here he is. Black Knight satellite. But there's also, uh, I've tried to find this small, this other picture on the website, but this one has some of the guests, and I'm having trouble reading their names, but one guy is Moby Dick, like Mo B. Dick, like Mo Space B. One guy's Cruz, I think that's a black guy, kind of, I mean, it might be a, a white dude, that one, but that dude's definitely, I can't read his name, Havoc. Another one, Dame Dash, I'm having trouble because it's blurry. But the other one's Donnie Albendo. But it's like all these black dudes. I I would love to get them on the show. I'd do months of them in a row. I've had on black guests and I enjoy it. Parker Posey. I'm, I'm worried he passed away because I haven't seen him in a while. I think he may have passed away. Another one which is controversial, the controversial prophet Yahweh has passed away. Other than that, I'm like, I would love to have them. I just didn't know they existed. Well, you can get the Forbidden Knowledge um, podcast on Audible. Cool. And uh, I know this guy, Billy Carlson, has a UFO Bible book I want, but it's like a lot of money. What? Could the God of the Bible really be Satan? Oh, I'm wow. looking at the titles of his episodes. What's going on? <laughs> what what we, what about we, the Anunnaki? Hey, yeah. listen. What have we nice. stumbled, stumbled onto here? <laughs> no, I love it. I love it. I want this. I want this. You got to see if you can get him on. I will try. I will definitely try. 
but it just surprised me. That's cool. There's some pretty controversial deep stuff here. Uh, Egyptian civilization. Like, there's all kinds of stuff here. It's pretty deep. Anunnaki. Uh, there's all kinds of stuff, but about, let's see. Uh, Arthur of the Compendium of Emerald Tablets and Woke Doesn't Mean Broke. He has a Bible book. I don't know why it's uh, not listed. He's been on with George Norrie. Uh, uh-huh. UFOs Uncovering the Truth, World's Biggest Mysteries, Ancient Civilizations, Anunnaki, Deep Space, Baltic Sea Anomaly, Countdown to Apocalypse. Yep, I'll try. I'll try to get him on. But the uh, problem right now, I'm in September, so I may need to wait a little closer to September before I even try. Because that's where I'm at right now. But uh, <clears throat> I'll hunt down all these dudes. One, 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 of the, one of the things, let's see here. Oh, yeah, let's see. You can buy him. A, I'm, I'm a, let's see. Forbidden Podcast is creating ripples in the space-time that alter future realities. Buy Forbidden Podcast a coffee. <laughs> That's a way of giving them a little bit of money, like giving yeah. them five bucks. I just wonder what I'd like to know is a uh, background. Uh, what started this? Was it some UFOs? UFOs in the Bible. Let me look up his book. I tried to get this book once. So I was like, I ain't paying that for it. They don't even have it listed in a site. UFOs in the Bible. Scriptures that verify extraterrestrials. I don't, two hours, of, oh, it's on Audible. I yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I didn't know. Well, this one is his whole book, the book that I've been looking for that's expensive. So that's good. I didn't realize it was on Audible, but the book is like crazy expensive for some reason. Like it's one of those already six killer Clark kind of books that went up for some reason and they didn't stop printing it or something weird. Right. So I didn't know it was on a uh, audible. That's cool. I to pay $200 for it, which I wouldn't do anyway. <laughs> Try to hit him up for one. Another one like that said, uh, Travis Walton book fire in the sky. Wish right. I got that a long time ago. I didn't for some reason. Now it's like $80. No, oh, yeah, it's out of print. Stupid. I need to try to hit him up. <laughs> I don't see his book anymore uh, on eBay. So, But pretty interesting. I'll have to check it out and hit him up for some guests. And uh, Paranormal Hudson Valley. Paranormal. See what yep. happens. There's your book. There's my book. I need to write it. Let me. Yep. I want to tell people if you if you get the book, listen to it, please rate it. Please review it. Put that up on Amazon. Put that up on Audible. Because um, those ratings matter. They matter in terms of how Amazon and Audible place the book, you know, how much visibility they give it. Um, and 
it, it, it's it's not a matter of just helping with my sales because I, you know frankly I don't get a lot of money for this but it's but it since the book itself seems to be an important book for a lot of people um, it helps to make it just more visible and available for people so that they can find it like if they search for it or whatever it's kind of an SEO thing do you do it on Amazon first and then it shows up because Audible, I couldn't even find ad review. It just showed it. I'll have to look. Probably just do it on Amazon, then it shows up. Yeah, probably. I will check it out and do it at some point for sure. Uh, but uh, yeah, pretty interesting. So I know there's some uh, Batman uh, podcast that's doing really well. And I think it has a. Uh, African-American Batman in it for some reason. I don't know how that worked out, but sounds pretty pretty interesting. It's called Batman Unburied. Mm. It's on Spotify. It's a podcast. And it's a, uh, let's see, podcast series 2022. Uh... Not sure how Batman turned into a black dude, but hey, you know, I don't have a problem with it. Really, it seems to be good. <laughs> Not sure what happened. There's different timelines. Like in the comics, like there could be it could be an alternate world or something. <laughs> and, and then in the alternate world, there's a, a Batman brother. Uh <laughs> but uh I will check it out. It sounds good actually. It's got a lot of villains in it. It's called Batman Unburied. Mm. And uh it says a psychological thriller, thriller, which takes listeners on a new journey deep into the mind of Bruce Wayne. Listeners are introduced to a Batman who is a forensic pathologist in a civilian life, working in the bowels of Gotham Hospital and tasked with examining the victims of Gotham City, City's latest serial killer, the Harvester. Wayne has to navigate a series of dark twists and turns with some classic Batman villains and face his own mental demons in order to save the Gotham, the citizens of Gotham from the Harvester. I wouldn't mind checking that out. It's kind of like, like the old serial shows back in the day, you know, like right. the, shadow, the Shadow Knows, but it's Batman Unburied. Uh, let's see if there's, what else I can find on it. Uh... Let's see. Trying to uh, Batman Unburied was always intended to have a black Batman. Doesn't really say how that happened, but <laughs> but it's interesting. It sounds good. I'll check it out. The guy that did Dark Knight, David S. Goyer, he's a producer. He did those uh, Heath Ledger Joker movies. He helped do them. I know with uh, Christopher Nolan. So uh, I'll check that out sometime. I like to find it all at one time and maybe still releasing a little at a time. There was an interesting audio book that you might be interested in. I could The book's one of those stupid ones that's really expensive. Mm -hmm. but I found the audio book of it. It was probably on Audible. Let me pull it up. It's by Dan Aykroyd's dad. And it's a ghost book. And here it is. I bought it for like nine bucks on Audible. I mean, uh, and on a DVD. It's called A History of Ghosts by Peter H. Aykroyd. 
Peter, and that's Dan Aykroyd's dad. Mm. Peter Aykroyd spent his childhood watching his family parlor seances through the crack of a basement door. Here for the first time, Aykroyd tells a strange and delightful story that inspired his son Dan to make the mega-hit Ghostbusters. Part history, part family legend, a history of ghosts starts in 1848 in upstate New York. Where a spiritualist craze first began, Aykroyd introduces the listener to notable mediums while telling the story of the development of spiritualism, interweaving a personal history marked by a fascination with ghosts and spirits with a larger narrative about the role the paranormal has played in our culture. Such legendary figures as Sir Arthur Conan Doyle and Harry Houdini appear and vanish. Everyone loves a good ghost story. Successful TV shows such as Medium and Ghost Hunters are proof that our national obsession with ghosts is here to stay. Millions of Americans believe in the paranormal, and even skeptics have heard a bump in the night and suspected it might be something supernatural. So I need to listen to it. I got it on a DVD, but it has good reviews. It's just his dad. I wonder if Dan Aykroyd's still in MUFON. I never understood that. Probably. I know he was a big time MUFON member. Probably still is. No JoJo sightings tonight. I want to get Moby Dick on. <laughs> Moby Dick. Moby Dick. Let me put his name in the thing. He's a singer. Yeah. Raymond Emil Poole, better known as Moby Dick, is an American rapper and music producer. And uh, he's a rapper. Okay. I didn't know. That's cool. Uh, Black Knight Satellite. I've heard weird things. Supposedly some weird satellite that floats in space. People say it's a life jacket from a NASA shuttle or something. Other people think it's some advanced weird satellite that's like alien technology. So, yeah, I'd love to hear all those guys talk about that. <laughs> it should be pretty entertaining for sure. And, uh, yeah, I'll drop him a, a, a contact sometime. And see, but I have to wait a little closer. A little closer to September's. September's. And uh, who did I say was next week? Did I even put up their page yet? I don't remember. Let me check. Oh, no. I remember. <laughs> Closing my butt cheeks. <laughs> 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 Cliff Dunning, marijuana and prostate. You are such a nut. You are such a nut. <laughs> That's oh my gosh. So what is that you, is that freaks is that freaky person still threatening you with with lawyers and stuff? He said some mean things to me. He said, I have my own show on Leak Project, and I've had a long relationship with him. You use Micah Dank as a reference to me like a hold weight or something. Don't call me names. I'm being polite. Please do not use my names, or you will be contacted by my lawyer. <laughs> you have no permission to use my name or info. Please do not contact me again. 
You called me and Micah a dickhead. I guess you're one of those guys. I originally said to him, yeah, Micah's a dickhead. He's not coming back on. I just kind of said it so he'd shut up so he'd come on the show. And, I, I mean, Micah seemed a little weird, but I never called him a dickhead before, I don't think, that I recall. You called me and Micah a dickhead. I guess you're one of those guys. If you don't get their way, there's all kinds of typos. You blame the whole world but themselves. Sorry you're so quick to be rude and call people names. You have no idea the man I am. Far from a dickhead. <laughs> Enjoy your life, man. Don't hate people. I, and my last words were say, tell your lawyer to wait in line. Because you know what? You can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. Guess who just wrote me back? Micah Dank. Uh-oh, what do you say? Uh, oh, man, I'm caught up in some drama. What happened now, man? Micah Dank said, I've been on 250 different shows in the last two years. He's not to not go on anything then. F him. He accused me of stealing his work, which I obviously didn't do. What did he say about me? Uh-oh. <laughs> you, have, you, have, you have walked into drama. I'll tell him what you what he said. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into trouble. <laughs> I can't avoid trouble. Like, I've been doing pretty good staying out of trouble. Like you don't, I don't get in fights like I used to. Oh, I know. I remember those fights. I remember those fights. But yeah, yeah, yeah. T just I don't, do I don't get in fights with UFO personalities. I haven't been well, in any drama. Personalities. I've been quiet, minding my own business, and being good. Minding your own podcast, being minding good. My, yes, and this dude was mean to me. I'm trying to find where he said that weird thing about Micah so I can send it to Micah. We should have a cage match. <laughs> but anyway, he... Uh, oh, yeah, Donnie Brook, QAnon wrestler, canceled. So I was trying to do a circus kind of carnival kind of show. You know, one Not of those right, kinds. Right. And it fell through. Jay would have been there. The guy said his mom's sick, so what can I do? Uh, but he's dropped out twice. Uh, and uh, like it's the second time, so every time I try to do one, he drops out. But it, it wasn't until July anyway, so I don't understand it. I'm trying to find the thing for this so I can send it to Micah. It's hard to find, so stole something from him, blah, blah, blah. All he said was, I don't want to be associated with uh, Micah Dank. Just because he saw, uh, let me tell him, he said, I don't want to be associated with Micah Dank. And uh, didn't say much else, but was being a dick <laughs> way before he mentioned you <laughs> and just being a jerk. <laughs> I said he don't want to be associated with Micah Dank and didn't say much else, but was being a D 
way before he mentioned you and just being a jerk. Not wanting to talk about UFOs and not wanting to be on cam. It was just weird. I told him I would do a show and title it Rock Ostato Canceled and is being a D. <laughs> and he threatened, threatened to oh, sue, sue me. I laughed out loud. <laughs> there you go. Y'all want drama? You talking to me? You want the bad guy? I'll show you the bad guy. You want to see the bad guy? Trying to be good. Don't make me have a relapse. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, don't poke the chubby Nosferatu. Yeah, don't poke chubby Nosferatu. It's hot. We're in this stupid porch room, and the AC sucks during the day in here. So don't be messing with me, Rock Ostato and your lawyer. You know, <laughs> I got a lawyer. You want to know who it is? Dr. Gonzo. Oh, really? Dr. Gonzo will mess up your life. You don't want to mess with Dr. Gonzo. Wham knows who Dr. Gonzo is, don't you? I think so, if I remember right. Yes, I do. Loving Las Vegas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Shh, don't tell anybody. But that's, that's Benicio Del Toro. I got a weird Benicio Del Toro story. This story could probably get me whacked or something. I doubt it because I doubt they're listening. Some woman I knew a long time ago on the internet, she was Puerto Rican. She claimed she was related to Benicio Del Toro, and she was dead serious. Then there was some stalker, and she said her brothers whacked the stalker at her house, but she'd always tell me weird Benny stories. She's either crazy <laughs> as hell or she was really related to Benicio del Toro. And this was a long time ago, but uh, I like Benicio del Toro. I tell you, there, there's a series that's really good Escape from Danamora, and it's by Ben Stiller. It was uh. on, it's on, and he just did another one. Damn it, I saw it all. I forgot the name of it. Christopher Walken and John Turturro are gay in it, which is disturbing, but still, yeah, still yeah, good to watch. That, that's still kind of... that. That's, an odd, <laughs> that's just an odd combo. And... Uh, it's just odd. Uh, and uh, he... Uh, anyway, it's based on a true story. Paul Dano, the guy that plays the Riddler in the new Batman's in it. Right. And Patricia Arquette is this prison lady... And she uh, bangs one of the prisoners and helps them to escape. And it gets crazy and a firefight with the police and one of them die. And the lady got really mad at Ben Stiller and Patricia Arquette played her. And it was really like this creepy lady. And it's really good, though. It's based on a true story. Escape from Danamora. But Benicia, this dude is shagging her from Woodshop and Benicio Del Toro's another prisoner. Well, he kind of blackmails her and he shags her, but then starts manipulating her to get out. And she sneaks stuff in for him and stuff to help him escape. And uh, it's really good. It's one of them prison movies. Those are 
man, doesn't have a lot of dongs like Oz from HBO. My God, don't watch that one. It's really good, actually, Oz, but there's a lot of dongage, too much. But it's a good prison show, but I don't think it's – now Michael Day's going, how did I even come up? Your website info was up from last that you were on. Oh, you're just replying. You're replying. Yeah. So anyway, the guy's a D, so not worried about it. Just letting you know as a courtesy. Letting you know as a courtesy that he's being a D and he's probably being a D, going to be a D at you. This raw Costado dude's like, I don't know. Looks Latino or something, but he's like got makeup on and stuff. His eyes are like black and his photos. It's kind of weird. I don't know what's going on. I think, I, you know what I think? I think he's just, I, th I think honestly he was probably loaded or something. Like, who knows, you know? Maybe so. It's possible. It's certainly possible. Because all he, I did. Based on what you were saying, he's just saying weird nonsense. Yep. Not wanting to be on cam. You got to put your makeup on first. I'm sorry. You don't have to be on cam. It's okay. And then he's like, not going to talk about UFOs, aliens. Yet I sent him the show info and in the title, it clearly says UFO or aliens. And just uh, then he's not going to be associated with Micah Dang just because he was on my show one time. You're not going to do my show. Like, just kind of a prissy fairy. A fairy. Al Pacino voice. But anyway, I don't know. It's like, let's get back to this execution list. Vin Diesel's on it. Is there one person out there who believes these weird QAnon Trumple Gooch execution lists? And why do you believe it? There's this dude named Martin Brodell. That's this bald Trumple Gooch guy. And he uh, puts out videos and reports on these lists as if they're true. Right. And a lot of people in these videos make these videos about them. And pretty much uh, like it's true. Right. It's freaking crazy. It's like the Twilight Zone. I think it's like a wanker wish list. Like they wish it was true. Well, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, I've encountered people who, I've encountered people who believe things that are demonstrably not true. You know, I mean, like in everyday life, they're demonstrably not true. I had, I, I, I'm in this one Facebook group um, that all they do is, is post, you know, they, they do shit posts, you know what I mean? And they, um, and and so I just made some kind of comment about that there was a meme that somebody put up that showed these two guys dressed in rainbow leotards and they were lean they were leaning towards each other so like they're I mean they were clothed but they were leaning towards each other so like their their genitals were close or something and they somebody had taken that photo. And they put a meme on it that said that they had a caption on it that said anti, anti 
anti-gun guys, anti-gun men shake hands with this way, you know, like implying that they're gay, basically, that anti-gun guys are gay. And so there was just a whole bunch of, you know, stuff about that. And so all I wrote was was something like, well, that looks like fun since 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 um, guns are proxies for dicks anyway, or something like that. You know, I was just I was just saying something stupid, you know. And there was this guy that tried to get me into this whole argument about how um, guns guns don't because all I was really saying was that that guns that some that some people use guns as kind of a symbol for for dicks for penises and you know there's a whole bunch of hip hop songs about that and you know even even the phrase shooting from the hip can mean either you know masturbating on someone or shooting someone i mean that's in the urban dictionary you know i mean this is like not a new thing i mean the very picture that i just described wouldn't exist without that meme being there. And this well, guy Scott try, was trying to get me into this argument, um, trying to prove, get me to prove that men with guns see their guns as literal dicks. And it was like, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was bizarre. Yeah. You know, he's, I, I was talking about metaphors and symbols and I wasn't talking about actual gun ownership and whether people that own guns feel like they need to because their dicks are small. It was weird. I just finally said, you know what? I don't even know what planet you're coming from, except that it seemed to me that he thought that he thought that he was kind of out me as some kind of a hidden liberal of some type. And he he couldn't because I'm not anti-gun, you know, but it was just bizarre. Everyone is going crazy. You know, and I mean, I was giving him all kinds of examples, you know, like from hip hop and like from the Urban Dictionary and from a sociological study. I mean, I was giving him the links so he could look that stuff up on his own. It was just bizarre. You know, it's like, I don't know what planet you're coming from or what drugs you've taken just now, but, you know. Well, we're at the... uh... Somebody in chat saying, "When do we talk about the Mexican problem?" You sound like you're the problem, buddy. <laughs> the Mexican I could use problem. some Mexican food right now. <laughs> what are you, a trumple gooch? It's, you it's, believe you believe Tom Hanks was executed and uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga and Madonna was in Guantanamo Bay? They're all clones. They're all clones. Here we don't talk about the Mexican problem. We go out and eat Mexican. Yeah. Yes, we got to eat Mexican food. We got better things to do to worry about people's cocoons, okay? <laughs> anyway. You know, I mean, and even if Lady Gaga is a clone, she still <laughs> dances and sings well. I don't go, care. Go Trumple Gooch somewhere. Yeah, I don't care. We're busy here. We're all stocked up with crazy. <laughs> we don't need no more. We don't need no more crazy. Anyway, all right. Well, thanks, Wham. We survived, and uh, we'll be hearing from the lawyer soon with uh, Brock Ostato versus Michael Dake, the cage match. But uh, <laughs> I've been having a kidney stone and blood pressure stuff. I don't need some guest acting like a D to me when I'm just being nice. So, yeah, whatever. So, anyway, I titled the show Don't Bring Me Down based on that Electric Light Orchestra song. Somewhere there's a picture of a unicorn and an alien I have somewhere. It's funny. It's for them. 
It's like an alien riding a unicorn says, don't bring me down. But I thought of that. So that's what I titled it. It's better than giving his name props. But uh, all right. Thanks, Wham. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we'll see you next Friday. Keep on pole shifting. Keep on marching to the apocalypse. Good night, everybody. See ya. Bye.